OmegaMetroid.com is here. We're so proud to finally share our website with you, giving Metroid fans a dedicated one-stop shop for the latest news, fan creations, walkthroughs, maps, and of course, the latest episodes of the Omega Metroid Podcast. That's not all. If you'd rather listen on YouTube, you can check out episodes there. And if you really want to take your Omega Metroid experience to the next level, consider supporting us on Patreon. You'll get access to special Discord roles, a platform on the website to promote your projects, exclusive bonus shows, and so much more. Memberships start as low as $1 a month. OmegaMetroid.com is the source of all this great content. So whether you're a new Metroid fan or a series veteran, OmegaMetroid.com is the place for you. Check out OmegaMetroid.com today. Champions cast here on ZeldaDungeon.net. My name is Andy Spateri, joined by Allison Aletha. Al, how you doing? I'm it seems like it might have been a long time since last we talked, but in reality, I talked to you yesterday. <laughs> and the day, what the day before, or the day the day before? Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. We're recording on a Wednesday, so I feel weird. That's right, but it's fine. That's right. So we're recording early. We're we're putting one in the bank, as they say. And uh, I guarantee you, Al, that means that like something is gonna, right? something outrageous is gonna happen this week. They're gonna be like, where, like there's gonna be Zelda news. Just kidding. On fr- Delay was oh, April yeah. Fools. Jk. They're, it's gonna, it's gonna hit on on Friday and on Monday we're gonna come out like a couple of schlups just talking about the Smash like 64 Hyrule Castle stage. Although I actually am, I'm, I'm very excited today to talk about that. Um, we are talking and we're going to be ranking the uh, Smash Bros. Zelda theme stages. And uh, we we actually did a a similar episode on the Omega Metroid podcast, and that was a lot of fun. Actually, I had a really good time just kind of doing that topic, and I and I think that this one's going to be even better because there's more stages to talk about, uh, which is a lot of fun. But I feel like before we get there, Al, perhaps we should uh, perhaps we should have some follow up from last week's episode, our reactions to the delay. Okay. Because I got some feedback. Yeah. And I'm wondering if you got any feedback as well. Um, No, pretty much the same. Uh, I tried asking my own Discord group how they felt, and I was actually surprised. A couple people were like, you know, I was actually worried about it coming out this year because my, I saw that. my yeah. time wasn't going to be, like, I wouldn't have the time for it this year. I got a lot of life things going on. So they're actually excited that it's coming out next year. And I was like, oh, that's actually an interesting, you know, take on it because, you know, you, right. you're just planning ahead and that is an interesting take. So I'm glad for them at least. I th- yeah, I think we have a friend in common who has some life events yeah. uh, coming up that uh, they were they were pretty happy about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. It, uh, we don't have that life event coming up, so it's just like, ah. Yeah. But uh, I got a lot of feedback, and I did get a lot of people just being like, uh, a delayed game is eventually good, but a bad game is... And I was like, ugh. Um, because I, I feel like they kind of missed the point. And uh, I did get a lot of people that were agreeing with me. And actually, we had... So we have, uh, once a month, we have a Zelda Dungeon writer meeting team... Team meeting. What am I trying to say? Zelda Dungeon writers... Team meeting. <laughs> Let me try and say that again five times fast. Hey, uh, so we had this meeting, and it was kind of like an interesting, uh, like read of the room because I I kind of floated this idea. It wasn't official Zelda Dungeon business, but I was like, guys, it's like, does anyone else feel this way? Like everybody had read the article that I'd published. And I was like, does anyone else feel that way? And I think about half the people there were like, yeah, and about I I think that there was only like maybe two or three people that were like, no, I'm like stoked still. Like I can't, I'm super excited. And in fact, I can only think of one. So I feel like half of them were just like, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with you. The other half were kind of indifferent. 
And then there was like one, maybe two people that were like, I, I'm still as excited as ever for this game. I thought that was really interesting. Obviously, it's a very, very, very small sample size of, of yeah. you know, Zelda fans, diehard Zelda fans. And we have a little bit of a unique spin because we're also Zelda reporters. Um, but that that was really intriguing to me to kind of take the temperature of our staff and see where they were at with the delay. Yeah, I, I agree. That was kind of fun to, to hear one of our people be like, nope, I am good to go. And I thought that was cute. Um but yeah, I I agree that people are kind of experiencing a burnout, and that's okay. But like we've said last week, you know, they have. It's very likely that they'll get the fire burning again and get everybody just as hyped as you know the people that are still as hyped as day one. Right. So I was talking with my my good friend slash mortal enemy Corey Richmond in the Champions <laughs> Cast Discord, and um, we we were kind of arriving at some conclusions and and he kind of asked me, he's like, you know, like, what did you want them to say? And, and another writer asked me that as well. And and I think that um, just to kind of put a bow on last week's episode, I think that the issue is not the delay itself. The delay itself is not actually the issue because it's only going to be like four months at that point, whatever. Right. Like I think the issue is Nintendo not being transparent. And what I would have liked them to say is something like, you know, hey, we we have greatly expanded the scope of what we originally had envisioned this game to be, and we're working on one, two, three, and four, and here's a sneak peek of what we're working on, and maybe it's like a a thirty second, sixty second trailer. Like I I feel like we could have been getting the the kind of trailer that we got at E three twenty twenty one. I feel like that kind of trailer, like the little like 40, 60 second trailer could have been coming out once every six months for the last two years, or at least since COVID started. I don't blame them for announcing the game too early, but I do blame them for not adapting and and saying something like that and showing us some footage and whatever. And, um, you know, I mean, we were kind of talking and I, and I arrived at a conclusion where I was like, I think that the perception is reality. And the perception is that this game, Breath of the Wild 2, is going to be using the same engine, same assets, whatever. So it's going to be a, a faster turnaround time. And Nintendo has done nothing to combat that perception. And if they would have just had a simple statement, like, we are working on, like, we have greatly expanded the scope of, of our operation, blah, 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 blah. I think that really would have went a long way. I, I kind of uh, referenced the Metroid Prime 4 delay where they were just like, hey, you know what, this game that we've been working on sucks and we need to restart. I mean, who's to say that didn't happen with Breath of the Wild 2? We have no idea. But that that little bit of transparency, I thought, was was very telling. Because, like I said, uh, perception is reality. And the perception is, is, like, this game looks the same, smells the same, tastes the same as Breath of the Wild from what we've seen so far. So why is it taking so long? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I think that... Uh, so, to, to end on my last analogy, we were talking about, you know, I think last week I said that the E3 2021 trailer after two years left me disappointed because it was just like a little appetizer and I was ready to eat. And, uh, you know, Corey was like, well, don't blame breath of the wild too. It's the kitchen's fault and not the delicious appetizer. (laughs) And I was like, I agree. That's what I've been saying this whole time. It's like, if you think of Nintendo as the kitchen, it, it makes great food, but it has horrible customer service. And I think that's the most apropos analogy that I can make for this delay. I don't know. Do you have any thoughts about that before we just, put this in the in the back burner and move on from this delay smorgasbord (laughs) i mean yeah i i think i could i think i could agree in a little bit um i i i understand too about the perception thing they did say it now where they're like yeah we've added one two and three and we're this is gonna be a great game but we didn't know that for almost three years so i totally agree with what you're saying that they could have said that you know maybe 2020 e3 they could have said that you know, during the middle of COVID and kind of, like, given us right. something more to, like, hold us over and be, like, not wondering this whole time, well, what is this game? Why is it taking so long? So I totally agree. I I agree with the goofy analogy, too. So, yep, it just – it is what it is. I, I feel like I vented out about it. I'm going to I'm gonna stew for a little bit and be a little burned out. But as soon as – you're saying – you're saying June – I'm I'm not even gonna put myself out there anymore. But you're saying June that we'll get news. I, I, hold on, I'm, I'm saying that June is when the Nintendo Direct is probably going to happen. I think I think that we can make an educated guess and deduce that there will probably be 
a Nintendo Direct in and around the same right. time where E3 would have taken place, which is the, the first or second week of June. Got you. I thought at the meeting last night you were saying that you had this strong feeling we were going to start seeing some stuff in June for Breath of the Wild 2. I think we are. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I think we are. There you go. Um, so, I mean, it's not like that outrageously far away. Like, we're talking two and a half months. But, I mean, so just think about, before we move on, so this this will put a nail on this. But, uh, so think about Breath of the Wild and its release schedule. So, delayed, 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 delayed. Um, finally revealed at E3 2016 in June. And, um, you know, the, the title was given, the, the gameplay was given, the, we had the gameplay demo with uh, Nintendo Treehouse. And then kind of slowly, some more steady content throughout uh, the rest of the year. It showed up at the Game Awards. It showed up at that incredible uh, Nintendo Switch presentation in 2017. And eventually releases March 3rd, 2017. So I think that it'll essentially be the same cycle here like reveal at e3 2022 um you know so maybe at the game awards maybe just at a nintendo direct and uh you know kind of kind of building that that hype train up to uh its eventual release which i'm assuming is going to be in march i maybe i shouldn't assume anything but i i think that that's like a uh say not a safe assumption it's an educated assumption that that's going to release in march Maybe they'll even do March 3rd, because I believe that that's on a Friday in 2023 as well. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I just, I guess uh, it is, I'm still disappointed. We had some discourse about if this was the most disappointing Zelda delay ever or not. I think more people sided with you, Al, about the original Breath of the Wild being mm -hmm. more disappointing. Right. Where I, I, I still feel like it's this one, but, um, you know, just because Zelda had never been hotter, the Switch was red hot... And the Switch is still red hot, and so was Zelda. But I just I feel like I feel like they didn't strike while the iron was like at its hottest. So it is what it is. I personally it is what it is. I'm just gonna be happy with whatever we see, whenever we see it. <laughs> I'm not even gonna guess anymore. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I finished Tunic last night. That's a great Zelda game for for anyone with an itch. Um, and I know I've been talking about it for uh, for the last couple weeks. But man, it's really awesome. And Blossom Tales 2 comes out this year. In fact, they had like a little troll job where uh, they the official account for the developer of Blossom Tales was like, we're releasing it to release af two weeks after Breath of the Wild 2 because that worked pretty well for us for the first Blossom Tales, <laughs> which I thought was a little bit cheeky, yeah, a little bit funny. That is funny. But no, that, that game is coming out this year. So, I mean, there is a lot of cool like Zelda-esque games to come out. And I guess we didn't even talk about last week, Al, the possibility that those damn Wii U ports finally get released on the Switch. What If you had to put a percentage on that, what do you think that percentage is? Um, I still think it's really low, but I let me tell you something. I am tired of hauling my Wii U to the marathon every year, so I would really like those to get... Uh, are we talking... We're talking about Wind Waker and Twilight Princess, right? HD? We're, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, we're talking so about that. So if we can get those on the Switch, I don't have to bring my Wii U to the marathon anymore, and that's all I care about. Uh, I, I'm, well, you didn't put a percentage. What is it? Um, uh, 16%. 16%. Okay. <laughs> I'll go a little bit higher than you. I'm going to go, um, I'm going to go 30%, but I, I actually don't think that it's going to necessarily happen either. And, but one thing that I can tell you a hundred, a hundred percent, if these games come out on the switch, they're going to release separately and they are going to be full price okay. and i can already hear people complaining Listen, about it i was an advocate for it when it came when they um i don't know if i could do it again yeah i don't that's that's kind of my thing too like i don't know and especially for me because like twilight princess and wind waker aren't like my tippy top favorite zelda games too and i already bought them both at full price so it's like ugh, i don't know if they added like can you imagine if they added like a, a master quest though to those games that would rock that would that would push me over the edge where i'd be like yep yeah, that would be cool, but I think I think like a little duology would be best, and just put two in one, and I'd pay sixty bucks for that. I feel I feel like the chances of that happening are like one percent, one percent. I'm gonna <laughs> it would be generous. So yeah, I mean they've had go. collections um, of Zelda games before; they could do it again. Like, like you know, the Zelda collection on the GameCube. 
Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, Zelda 1 and 2. I, I feel like that was that was different, though. Like, that was just a pre-order, wasn't it? A pre-order bonus? Oh. It wasn't sold separately. I, no, well... I don't think it was sold separate. Well, I don't know. Like, I, I don't think it was sold for retail. I think it was just a, a pre-order bonus. Well, I I'll fact check this as we go on today. I highly pre-ordered a GameCube, so I don't think it was a pre-order. But it was definitely like a, a combination of buy the GameCube, you get this game, this collection. I, I'm i pretty sure that it, you know, I, I will, uh, I'll fact check this because I, I, I can't say with 100% confidence that um that it wasn't a standalone game but i don't i don't think it was um but anyways let's talk about super smash bros here we got a little bit off track but uh (laughs) i feel like that's the big news in the zelda world so it's hard not to talk about it um but we're gonna be a little bit more positive today we're gonna talk about super smash bros we're gonna talk about the stages in super smash bros and let's definitively rank them so we all know how this works we'll start off with one stage and then we will uh, we'll rank that stage. We'll go to the next. So we'll either rank it above or below. And the third, we'll either rank it above, in the middle, or below, etc. etc. Until we are at the very end. And we've got nine stages, by my count, to, to go through here. And maybe, Al, maybe if we have an extra minute or two at the end, we could even pitch a location that wasn't a Zelda stage, but would have made for a great Zelda stage. Uh, so I guess with that being said, let's get cooking. Are you ready? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, I didn't make a list, by the way, either. I'm just, I'm literally flying by the seat of my pants. I think so, too. Like, I, I definitely have the ones that I have the most nostalgia for because I'm not the biggest Smash Bros. fan. But I've played at least, I've played these all at least once, and then I have the ones that are my favorites. So I at least know what my top three are. Okay, I like it. Let's Let's rock. Uh, so the first stage that we are going to talk about is the original stage from Smash 64. This is Hyrule Castle. I like this stage, Al. I, I do like it. And I, I feel like there's, there's I mentioned this on Omega, there's kind of a purity to the original, like, Smash 64 stages. Because even, even with, like, Smash Melee, um, you see that evolution of, like, instead of, like, stages that are kind of zelda themed or whatever like it was like very specific locations from like specific games that were stages whereas like smash 64 is just kind of like like fighting stages that have like zelda elements or donkey kong elements or mario elements uh in them some of them maybe a little bit more than others like i I think that the the saffron city is a pretty cool like stage with a lot of like pokemon stuff and like the the secret mario level looks like it was pulled from like level 2-1 from mario bros or whatever but with Hyrule Castle, I, I feel like it was, like, this is very much just, like, a fighting stage. It has, like, some particular, like, loose Zelda themes. Like, it's got these tornadoes that keep on coming up. And, like, you don't really have tornadoes in Zelda. So, <laughs> in fact, Hyrule Castle doesn't really look like this at all in Zelda. <laughs> um, but that being said, like, it's not it's not the most faithful, like, Zelda stage, I guess you could say. But I, I do kind of like it because I just... I don't know. I think that there's something to be said for like the like like the purity is the word I keep coming back to of like those stages that aren't like you know, we'll see in, in later games like there are there are stages that it's like, oh, this is this is this exact location from this exact game and like it's a stage where I don't know. I, I feel like I just kind of like like the more not generic generic comes with like a negative connotation, but it like kind of is generic, but I, I kinda like the stage. What about you, Al? Um I, I'm sorry. I think it's because of the time, you know, the 64. And so it's not that like doesn't have the greatest development or, you know, the best technology for it. But this is probably the blandest chicken noodle soup stage <laughs> of all of them. <laughs> wow. And chicken. OK, we're not recovering from chicken noodle. <laughs> so, I mean, it's just it's just bland. It's not the greatest it's and of course it's of the it's because of the time i get that but when you consider like what we're going to talk about later with these zelda stages it's just kind of boring it there's just multiple levels and there's barely inner like any stage interaction that's what i'm going to that's the verbiage i'm going to use for this show like where stuff around the stage is happening but you're still kind of fighting there's not much right. of that in this stage 
Um, you, you have those fine tornadoes that just pop up. I guess, but like, <laughs> I don't know. And then it just, it doesn't even look like Hyrule Castle. It just looks like a castle. And they were like, let's just slap Hyrule on this and call it good. So, I mean, this is just kind of obvious, but I think this one's going to wind up at the bottom of the list. Okay, wow. That's uh, that's tough. I, I don't know that I'd put it on the bottom of my list, but I also, like, I can't disagree with you. Like, it is, like I said, generic, but I, I don't hold that against it necessarily. But I can certainly appreciate where you're coming from, and I, I don't really have a counter-argument to it, other than I guess I just kind of find it, like, a little bit charming because of that. But if you don't humble, find it charming, yeah, the stage beginnings. probably sucks. Let's say that. Um. All right. Well, at least for now, at least for now, it is ranked uh, number one. It it, <laughs> it it has cool music, so I'll give it that. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, at least at least it's got something going for it. But um, let's move on to to the next stage, and this is uh like I was kind of talking about. This is the evolution of the Smash Bros. stages. Because this is, again, a very specific area from a specific part of the game. And, uh, of course, I'm talking about Great Bay. I really like this stage. I, I think I, I would definitely rank it above Hyrule Castle. Um, I think that... I think that the music is, like, kind of okay. I actually like the the serious theme a little bit more than, um, than like, the main Great Bay theme that plays. And, at least in Melee, I remember you could get, like, the, uh, the Fire Emblem music that would play. But I mean, no, it's it's a really great, faithful adaptation of, you know, Great Bay from from Majora's Mask, and like it's really actually quite spectacular. Looking at the stage layout, you have the, like the little hut where all the Zora eggs go. You have the owl statue, you have Tingle floating in the background. The moon is is up there doing its thing. Um, the turtle comes, and, and I forget the turtle's name, but you hookshot him, and you you get uh, taken to Great Bay Temple. I think that this was like a really, and I think at the time too, this was like. In Melee, I feel like this is, like, the most faithful, like, game location-specific stage. Because in, in Melee, you kind of started to see that transition from, like, the generic stages of N64 to, like, a little bit more defined areas or, like, areas with more, um, I don't know, like, like specific representation from their series. So, yeah, I, I think that this stage was really cool. I, I think that swimming in the water was always kind of a cool gimmick, and it was... I always kind of felt like... Like I cheated the system when you when you get like smashed way the hell off the field and you you're still floating in water underneath or something like that. Uh, I I think that this is a good stage. What about you? Um, this is probably aside from one other that I have the most nostalgia for because this is uh you know my brothers and I we love Zelda growing up. Um, we played Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask together, so this was like a big deal to us. This stage and we loved melee. We played the heck out of melee, so. I just, I love all the stage interactions. You could pop Tingle's bubble and he'll fall and he'll go back up. The moon is falling and you see the four giants push it back up. Um, and, the, and then the turtle coming in and out. So there's like a lot going on as well as you're fighting. Now, I personally am not the biggest fan of the super small kind of stages. This It definitely doesn't have a lot of room, especially when the turtle's gone. Um, mm -hmm. So... That would be kind of a bummer, but I'm pretty sure you can hop up on Tingle's balloon too, if I'm remembering right. So that was always fun. And like, aside from that, like, it's so cool. Like, of all the places that you could have picked from either Ocarina of Time or Majora's Mask, and you use Great Bay, like, it's kind of out of left field, but it's like awesome. I, I think it's super yeah. cool. So I, it's got a lot of creativity. It's got a lot going for it. And I think this struggles between my first and second choice. Like, second place okay i bet i know what your first place is hey, you know what you bring that up and like it really is like an odd decision like it's oddly specific right yeah. like it like you would think like that if you were gonna day. do a stage of majora's mask you would like you do clock town or you would do uh the moon or something like that but it's like i don't know it's just like no actually we're doing like the shadow temple from ocarina of time <laughs> like yeah no i love it it's great I, yeah i think that's cool actually as well so um okay well it looks like this is a pretty easy we've got great bay going over hyrule castle al hyrule castle we know that's chicken noodle soup what kind of soup is great bay oh gosh okay i, I don't 
eat a lot. Gotta be like some some sort of seafood rendition, right? Okay. Yeah, that's fair. I don't eat a lot of soup, but maybe like a um maybe like a like a clam chowder. Like, what is it? Lobster bisque or something? Lobster bit. Okay. Is that lobster. A soup? I don't know. I th- let's just go lobster soup. Lobster soup. It's lobster soup. Like a yeah. creamy lobster soup. Delicious. Chef's kiss. I, I think you're thinking of. I went to San Francisco and had some clam chowder with lobster in it. It was the bomb. Oh, nice. And, and, so the, the, the bowl, Al. Was yeah, bread. Was bread. Yes. Okay. That's so you the could, best. you could dip and then you put some hot sauce in there. It was, it was awesome. That's I wasn't really a fan of clam chowder before that trip, but I, I had it there. I'm like, I think they called the wharf in uh, in San Fran. It was awesome. There you go. Good stuff. All right, we're gonna have to come up with some soups for uh, the other stages here. Lobster bisque is a soup. I just googled it to make sure I didn't sound like an idiot. <laughs> okay, lobster bisque. All right, cool. Um, let's talk about the next stage, and that is temple. I have a suspicion, Al, that this is your favorite smash stage. Am I right? Yeah. Yep, that is accurate. One hundred percent do. I had that suspicion because it is also my favorite Zelda stage and we'll be finishing number one on our list, likely, which is, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, not like, it's just going to finish number one. Like it's, it's my favorite. I think it's your favorite. I remember at the time, I remember like this was such a massive stage and it still is a massive stage, but it's, it's like good massive where like, you know, with some stages, like in New Pork City, for example, or the Great Cave Offensive from Kirby, which is the worst stage in Smash Bros, by the way. Is it just because Those... it's Kirby? No, it's not just because it's oh Kirby, because there are some really cool Kirby stages. <laughs> there there really are. Uh, Green Greens is really cool. Fountain of Dreams is really cool. Halberd is all right. But that Great Cave Offensive is the absolute, just most wretched stage in Smash. If it was soup, it would be like poop soup, okay? <laughs> that That stage is so huge that you can't do anything, you can't see anything, and you have no idea what's going on, and there's a million gimmicks everywhere that kill you. Temple is big, but it's small enough that you can, like, still have a really good Smash match. And, like, you can have so many awesome, like, just brawls in this place. Like, you could fight up at the top, you could fight over at the side, or my personal favorite, like, is when you've accumulated so much damage, and you go down to, um like the underground area. I think the slang for the underground areas, they call it fight club. So you go down to fight club, you have just like an outrageous amount of damage, right? Like you have like 300 damage. You're getting smash attacked. You are bouncing around like a pinball. And, but like, you're not dying. Cause you're just encapsulated in this small little area. I love, I love being down there. And like, whenever you, whenever I get the advantage, like a, a one stock advantage on someone, I like haul ass right down to the fight club and, I make them fight there because it's such a good opportunity to get in damage to the to the other person yeah. before, uh, you know, before you die yourself. Um, and that's not even talking about the actual stage. The actual stage looks very cool. Like the temple itself looks cool. Again, kind of an odd choice to like go to Adventure of Link. And this isn't like any specific temple in Adventure of Link. So uh, it it's not like as oddly specific as Great Bay. But I, I think the aesthetic is really, really cool. And of course, we uh, we gotta talk about that music. Yeah, um, probably the best. The, I, the best piece of Zelda music in Smash Bros. Yeah, still like I mean, twenty years later, yeah. I think it's not even up for debate. I one hundred percent agree. Yeah, this is the one I have the most nostalgia for. I'm pretty sure when my brothers and I played, we we chose this one the most aside from Great Bay. And I like that it was bigger, you know, because you have a lot more room to run around, you, a little bit more. Uh, room to roam free and like get away from somebody for a second so you can kind of gather yourself instead of angrily screaming at your brothers and button mashing because they're trying to kill you um but also like playing with items on this level is so much fun because you get to like sprint towards the really good items that you see and race like uh whoever you're playing with in my case my siblings so we would race to like the hammer or whatever and then you know it was all downhill from there but it just it was so much fun because it was more than just, like, kind of kicking each other's butts because it, the the range was so small. You got kind of got to play more of a game and have different, like, things that you were doing besides just fighting each other. So I really like that. It Again, it doesn't look like – I mean, it looks Zelda, but it doesn't look specific Zelda like the Great Bay does. So that kind of has a little bit of a – like, it, it doesn't hurt it too bad, but just a tiny bit. But yeah, the music is bomb, and it just it has a lot of good memories with it. So I would definitely this is definitely my number one. 
Yeah, my number one too. I like. I don't mind when a stage isn't like when you can't point to it and be like, "Oh, this is this location from this specific game." Like, I don't. I don't mind that ambiguity a little bit. Um, Hyrule Castle from the N sixty four is is arguably too ambiguous. Whereas this one, I feel like if you could look at it, it looks like a Zelda temple. Yeah. Or like a Zelda palace. Yeah. So I, I think that that's kind of cool. Exactly. I agree. Um. So yeah, this is a this is a great stage. Probably gonna finish. No, it's definitely gonna finish at number one. So. Yep. Uh, Sorry. Glad, glad that you guys could all tune in and, and get <laughs> spoiled uh, right away. All right, let's move on to um, Super Smash Bros. Brawl. We had two new stages introduced in this game. Let's start off with the first of them, which is the Bridge of Elden. What are your thoughts about this stage, Al? Um, I think it's super cool looking. Uh, like it's got. As ugly as T Twilight Princess is, <laughs> I think it's got, like, a super cool aesthetic, super cool background. And um, I'm trying to remember everything that goes on with it, like, the stage interactions. I didn't, like, Temple didn't really have any, but that was fine. This one, I think you could see, uh, what's his name? The So so this one you got uh, King Bulbin. That Bulbin, yeah, that's right. right. He, he runs by a couple times, and you have to, like, dodge out of the way. Um, and, and he'll drop a bomb in the middle and then kind of break the stage in half so that you're you're fighting on either side and you can jump over but and then like it's a pretty big jump does it do the it does it do like the teleport thing up above to put the bridge back together am i remembering that right yeah so eventually uh like one of those like twilight portals will come back and uh and, and put the bridge back like in twilight princess cool. and actually if you're if you're under the bridge you die yeah yeah so I mean that's that's actually pretty cool. It's a cool interaction. I can I can dig that. It's got cool background. You can see Hyrule Castle back there. It's great. Um, it's kind of like it's a little bit boring otherwise. It's kind of just like a straight uh you know arena aside from when it occasionally breaks apart. Um, so there's not much you know that you can jump around and do like you can in Temple except you know just fight each other. So it's a little bit boring in that aspect, but aesthetically it's very like cool looking and the music's cool like twilight princess isn't my favorite soundtrack but it still has some good songs uh yeah i agree with you like uh, i'll start with the songs like this one um so brawl was the first smash game where like you could cycle through a bunch of different songs on the stage yeah. like you can you can get like midna's lament or hidden village or like i think they just have like a main generic theme of zelda that plays you get like the dark world so like the the music is is pretty good but there's not like that one defining track right. for this stage i i agree i actually i think that this is a really like nice looking stage and i think that when bulbin is out it's interesting but when he's not it is kind of boring like it's a little bit boring of a stage and like there's no other platform so you're just kind of like like you're you're just fighting on a flat surface right. and it, and it feels like final destination but like so for me Final Destination was where you would go to, like, have, like, a competitive matchup or something like that, right? Like, me and my buddies would always play, like, some matchups and, like, you know, no items, three stock, whatever, and we'd go to Final Destination. So it kind of feels like a less intense Final Destination because you do have King Bulbin breaking it up, but, like, kind of a, like a, a more boring stage, but not plain enough to serve as, like, that competitive Final Destination-esque type of arena. Does that make... You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, I 100% agree. I get it. Um, I, I think that I would put this under um, Great Bay. Yeah. But maybe above Hyrule Castle. Yeah, I agree. I would do that too. We didn't we didn't decide what kind of soup Temple was. Temple is the <laughs> What's your favorite soup? baked potato soup. That's my favorite soup. Okay, I, I could be down. What about this one? Um... I don't know. I am. I'm almost tempted to say this is like chicken noodles with crackers. Like it's it's. It's like an adequate. It's not quite soup. chicken noodle, but. It's like an adequate soup. It's not amazing, but it's not bad. I don't know. Uh, maybe, maybe how about a, like a vegetable soup? Okay, I don't, I really don't like chicken noodle. Like. <laughs> I feel chicken noodle's fine. It's gotta be like Lipton chicken noodle though. That stuff is awesome. Eh, I'm not a big fan of chicken noodle, and I just I don't need a lot of soups except potato baked potato soup that's my favorite anyways this is a decent soup <laughs> um okay i don't know how i feel about this next stage actually okay and that's pirate ship from uh, also super smash bros brawl i feel like it's got like 
good music. It's got Dragon Roots Island playing. You've got like a Telltale Heights remix. The Song of Storms always sticks out to me. Um, I don't know what it is about this stage. Maybe it's just a little bit too small. I think the stage looks awesome. Like the, the ship looks awesome. The graphics look awesome. I think it's that stupid springboard that just kind of makes me not want to play on it. Because I don't understand how it works. It's just like... It just, it just appears and it just fires you off. And like, there's no warning and, it, and I'm just kind of like, ugh. And I wish that there were like maybe like another platform or something that you could jump on uh, other than just like the two uh, and like the, the actual ship itself. Um, and maybe, like, I don't know, maybe it, like I, I wish that there could be like, you could jump on the actual platforms that like the Moblins are on or whatever. Oh, yeah. Um, the King of Red Lion shows up, which I think is, like, kind of cool, but I I don't know. There There's something about this stage that I'm just kind of like, I don't know if this is doing it for me. Um, even though it looks cool, it sounds cool, I think the actual just, like, fighting arena, it's, it's too small. You're in two close quarters, and I, I don't know if that's just, like, indicative of the type of Smash Bros. game that I like to play. Maybe. I I mean, I think it's pretty cool. I like the um, stage interactions, um, if I'm remembering right. You know, you got the, the like, um, platforms that the Moblins shoot from in the background. Occasionally, you got uh, King of Red Lions shows up. Um, occasionally, the, um, gosh, Zephos uh, or whatever, whichever frog shows up in his tornado, and he blasts you to another part of the ocean, which is kind of cool but you're still fighting. So it's like, there's so, a lot of stuff that's going on in the background that kind of makes it fun. But other than that, it is small and, and not, I mean, I would say like the background stuff is the most exciting part of it. I think. Yeah. I, kinda I don't like, know. I, there, there's something about this. I, I just don't, I don't know if I appreciate, like I, I can't explain. It. I really like the the aesthetic of the stage. I like the music. I like the idea of fighting on the pirate ship. Just, I, I think it's that damn trap door that just launches you into the <laughs> into the ocean. I just like don't like it. Um, I do like like the weather effects on this stage though are, are quite cool. Yeah. So sometimes it could be raining and stuff. I I could probably be convinced to put this ahead of Bridge of Elden. Um, I think. I don't know. I think I'd put it below Bridge of Elden. Okay. I, I, you don't have to sell me on that either. I think that that's... I think they're kind of, like, uh, interchangeable because they have cool stuff going on in the background. But otherwise, the, the like, the place you stand, I guess, is not the greatest. Right. Yeah. This is like chickpea soup. It's kind of like, it's okay, you know? It'll fill you, but do you really want chickpea soup? I, I don't know. Maybe some people do. Pea soup. I don't know if I do, though. Eat it before it eats you um, okay, let's keep uh, let's keep going here. Let's keep it moving, and we'll go over to Super Smash Bros. for Wii U and for 3DS. Once again, two new stages that appear, and we'll start off with uh, Gerudo Valley, which is like kind of a, I guess it makes sense because like Ocarina of Time 3D had just come out, but it just it feels like a stage out of its time to me almost. Like like this like it feels like to me like. This should have been in Melee instead of, like, Great yeah. Bay or something. Yeah, you know? that like... would have made more sense. But I'm I'm glad that Great Bay was there because this stage is okay. Like com Just okay? Yeah, just okay, okay for me comparatively, like, if you compare it to Great Bay. But, I mean, there's – I just can't remember a lot about it. Obviously, the music's great. and But I'm trying to remember anything that happens around you while you're fighting except for the bridge collapsing. I think that that's actually a, kind of a cool gimmick because, like, the bridge will collapse, but um, the real thing about that is you have uh, Koyum and Koteke come in and fly around, and they're they're zapping things with their oh, uh, with their magic and that. stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, I, I think that it's pretty cool. Like, um, I I don't know. I, it's probably just because I'm like a homer for Ocarina of Time, but I I loved seeing it show up. I mean, yeah, obviously you've got the Gerudo Valley music, and that's awesome, and I think it accentuates it. But I think that the stage itself looks really cool. It looks like Gerudo Valley, which is cool. You have, like, the Carpenter's uh, hut in the background, yeah. which I think is great. I, I like that, uh, like I said, Twin Rova comes back. You can you can kind of see, like, a little bit of the Gerudo Fortress. You can see, like, a little bit of the, the archery range. Um, I think it's a cool-looking stage. Now, 
I think that it's obviously a much cooler looking stage in Smash Bros. Ultimate than it was on the 3DS, just because I don't think that any stage looked very good on the 3DS, with very small exceptions. But um, yeah, I, I think it's cool. This this one to me actually almost reminds me of Bridge of Elden, except without the complaints I had, because like, it's a long stage. Like I, I feel like whenever I play it, I'm kind of surprised by how long the stage is. And like to me, it's like it's kind of the same gimmick as Bridge of Elden, except there are at least a few other platforms for you to jump on, and like you can create some different offense and and momentum that way. Um, and it's only two platforms, but I feel like that like really kind of adds to it. And when you think about it, actually, it's kind of the same gimmick where like the the middle of the stage goes out by an enemy. But uh, yeah, I I think I definitely prefer Gerudo Valley. If I had to pick of the two. Yeah, I guess I just don't remember the um, the witches showing up. Um, it just doesn't seem like something that sticks really out in my brain at all. So I can be convinced either way, I think. Well, I, w- I would put it above... Um, I would put it above Bridge of Elden. Okay. I think I would do that. Um, but I, I also do have kind of a, a hot take that we'll get to uh, at the end of the show here. Uh, about Zelda stages just in general. But yeah, I, I think that this one is actually like decently strong. Okay, I'm going to take your for word for it, it because I just don't remember it well. All right, well, let's let's move on to the next one. And I think that this one is actually kind of strong too, and that's the Spirit Train from Spirit Tracks. Uh, first of all, I think that it's cool that like Spirit Tracks in general just like got a stage. Uh, because, you know, like a lot of the, a lot of the, you know, portable 2D games didn't, I mean, just 2D games in general didn't really get a lot of love. There was no Link to the Past stage, no Link's Awakening stage, no Oracle stages, Minish Cap. Um, you know, this this is kind of like a, an unexpected one for me to to have a stage. So I think that the stage looks really cool. Um, the music obviously is uh, you know really good. It's a it's a remix of the Spirit Tracks Overworld theme, which is uh, is a favorite here at ZD. Um, but I, I think that just the, the stage in general is pretty neat. I will say that I think that the idea in theory of fighting on the train's platform is like better than maybe in execution. Because um, I feel like it can be clunky and hard to see if you're on the bottom level and you still got like that carriage or whatever above you. Or not above you, but like around you. It can be a little bit hard to see what you're doing. But I, I do kind of like the the idea behind the stage. Uh, you can break... The, the carriage or whatever and that's kind of neat uh and i you can see link and he's driving the train which i also think is like a neat little little touch so yeah i i don't know i'm a i'm a fan of this stage and maybe it's not like the best zelda stage but i i kind of respect that they went to spirit tracks i respect that they tried to do something just a, a little bit different i i I think it's actually really charming, and I think it's cool that they went to Spirit Tracks or Phantom Hourglass, if they did Phantom Hourglass. I think it's cool that they went there, and it makes sense because this was for the 3DS. Um, I I agree that it, it seems small. It's very small, so I wouldn't. Uh, I probably didn't enjoy it that much when I was playing it um, just because of how small you had, like, very little space, but... You've got the fun interactions with uh, traversing the world. You got Link in his little, um, uh, like the front of the train. Is that a caboose? <laughs> I don't know. No, that's the back of oh, the train. Oh, I don't know anything about trains. His his engine, the front engine. But also, like the cool part is when the back part goes off screen and then it comes back. It's always something different, like a different. Little... Yeah, that's true. We didn't even mention. Yeah, that. so I thought that was fun and kind of gimmicky and unique, and so that kind of added to the fact that it was like it was small, so it like added a little bit of room for you to breathe, and made it fun. But yeah, I actually really like this one a lot. I I feel like I even remember it better than Gerudo Valley, so which is odd, but I I really liked it. Uh, so I just looked, and there's like a lot of like really charming stuff that that comes up in the uh, the back of this once you destroy that rear carriage. So there's a dark train which comes up which you can destroy. There's like uh, a house from the Linebeck Trading Company. There's just like some some different platforms that you can fight on. Um, there's like the the thing of coal, which I think is fun, and like a broken carriage which you can accidentally land on the tracks. I I think that the stages I like quite good actually and i know that we don't give a ton of love to spirit tracks on the show here but i feel like uh i feel like this is a a quality zelda stage and if i was looking at our list and um as i'm looking at it right now 
I think I could, I think I would put this as like the third best stage behind Great Bay and Temple. Okay, yeah, I dig that actually. Um, I should probably read off our list too, so that anybody, uh, you know, following along with us can keep up. So at number one, we've got Temple from Super Smash Bros. Melee. Number two, we've got Great Bay, also from Melee. Number three, uh, the Spirit Train from Smash 3DS. Number four, Gerudo Valley, also from Smash 3DS. And uh, number five, Bridge of Elden. Number six, Pirate Shop or Pirate Ship, rather, both from um, both from Brawl. And at uh, last place, we've got Hyrule Castle from Smash sixty four. Um, let's let's keep on let's keep on going here, and let's let's talk about a stage that I feel like I should really love, but I actually don't know if I do. And that's oh, Skyloft. You know what? I might agree with you. <laughs> That's so weird. I just, like, I feel like the stage is just kind of, like, it's kind of boring. It's, like, uh, like aesthetically, it's really cool because you're you're taken around Skyloft and you can see all the different locate. Like, you go into the Bazaar, the Statue of the Goddess, the Night Academy, Light Tower, lots of cool different stuff. You see Loft Wings, you see Beetle. Like, there, there's a lot of stuff, but, uh, like, at the end of the day, you're just kind of, you're just kind of fighting on this this platform of like it's it's basically battlefield except without the top platform and it's kind of like all right this is a little bit boring um you know there's not much to it and it doesn't help for me either that i really don't like the guitar cover right? of ballad of the goddess that they did right yeah uh, um i just I, I don't like it um lots of other cool music that plays in here but there, yeah there's there's something about this stage that's just kind of like i don't know a little bit boring and in like you and i big skyward sword fans you think that we'd be all about this right. but um i wouldn't say it's boring it's just something is really jarring about the way it moves you i think it's supposed to like make you feel like you're on a loft wing or something but the way it's like it's like okay we're moving and then you like zoom across the freaking skyloft the whole island to the next place which is always fun when it lands and you kind of get to stay in that place but then it's really quick, and they move you to another place. And I also, like, when I very first heard that, uh, like, guitar cover, like, rock cover of uh, Ballad of the Goddess, I want to say, I want to say I heard it in the Hyrule Warriors, because they had something similar. Um, I didn't, I mean, it was okay for, like, a second, but I, I don't know if I care for it that much. So it was just kind of, like, a little grating after a while. And then, other than that, like, the platforms are fine. I don't have an issue with that. I love the aesthetic of it. I love the visual of it. I love that when you do land on a place, you get to kind of see, like, 1v1, what Skyward Sword, what Skyloft looks like, you know? So, I do love all that. It's just something about how they make you move, and then the music is just not fun. So, I don't ever, I don't, I never really picked this one as much as I would have loved to. Yeah, I, I feel like... Like, obviously, if, if you were to say, like, pick a stage from Skyward Sword, I, I think most people would probably default to, like, well, Skyloft, because that's where you spend most of your time. That's where it makes the most sense yeah. to fight. But I, I this is one of those instances where I, I feel like I might have got a little bit more specific into the game. And, like, maybe, like, I mean, I know that we already have a bunch of ships and trains and stuff like that, but, like, Sandship, I think, would have been a really cool stage. Um, or maybe, like you said, it in the Faron Woods. Or something like that. Or, like, even in Skyview Town. I, I don't know. I just... It's it's too... It, it's strange. Because this fun... This this stage is kind of, like, both things at once. Where, like, it's too busy. Like, with the background and stuff like that. But there, it's also too plain with, like, the actual stage. And, um... I think that you can do these types of stages. Where, like, it's basically just a platform. And, and you can go around and see the sights, so to speak. Like, I think that the Sephiroth stage in Smash Ultimate is an example of that, but I, I feel like I like that one a little bit more, where, yeah, I don't know, this one, I just, I feel like, uh, I don't know, just kind of, just kind of missed it to me. Yep. Which is too bad. Same, I agree, which is so weird coming from us, but what, whatever. <laughs> uh, oh, I get, in, in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, by the way, Cass's theme plays here which is just another thing holding it back i love cass's theme though oof i don't know but uh, where would you rank this stage al on our list um gosh i don't know like part of me is worrying because it looks so good 
but part of me just doesn't like to go here. Um, yikes, probably below pirate ship. I was, I was going to say the same thing. Like, I, I hate to do it, but I'm, I think I'm going to rank it below pirate ship. Poor Skyloft, that sucks. It does. I, yeah, I just, I feel like this stage could have been a lot more and could have been a little bit more inspired, maybe, but it's just kind of, you know, it's maybe kind you could have, uh, like, just sat in, like, the square area and then you could have, like, hopped up on the tower a little bit on the right. And then you could have seen Beatrice coming out of the bazaar or something and Beetle kind of floating over, you know, like the, I, I don't know, I'm calling that area a square, but, you know, kind of just floating over because you do see him, but just like, it could have been interactive enough if you just stayed in one area. I just don't like being whooshed around all the time. It's not my favorite. Uh, yeah, that's that's fair. Um, well, let's go to our last stage. This is from Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. This is like one of the only non-DLC stages that was added for a, like a non-new character. Um, and that's the Great Plateau Tower. And I actually, I don't really love this stage either, Al, to be honest with you. Um, I think that it's just kind of like it's super. I, so cool so looking. when I think of this stage, well, it's kind of plain, um, which feels which kind of feels bogus to say because like you can see like the Breath of the Wild map Hyrule back in the in the background. You can see the old man flying, and that's kind of cool. You can see like Hyrule Castle with Calamity again, and so that's kind of cool. But like I feel like the actual stage itself is is a little bit plain. Um, there's not. It's kind of like that thing again where, like, it feels like you're too crowded a little bit. And it's it's got the same thing that the Bridge of Elden has where it's, like, it's just flat, so it's a little bit boring. But it's too crowded to be a competitive match. And there's really no gimmick in here other than you can cause the, the tower to break. Which I guess, like, is fine. But it doesn't, I don't know, like, it, it doesn't feel very satisfying to me to break that tower. First of all, because, like, you don't do that in Breath of the Wild, maybe. But, like, I, I think of, like, Luigi's Mansion, and, like, you can you can break that stage, and I feel like that's really fun. Um, but, this, I don't know, this one just feels, like, not really that fun to me to break. And, like, once you break the stage, it's just kind of like, okay, well, like, now there's there's literally nothing. So, I, I don't know, I think, it, I, again, I think it's kind of plain, I think it's kind of uninspired. I mean, like, Breath of the Wild had, like, a gajillion places that... You could have made right. like a really awesome stage, yeah. and I and I think that the idea for a for like a tower wasn't the worst idea, but yeah, just kind of ho hum, you know. Yeah, I think it looks awesome. I think like the background is amazing, and some of the little things that you can, the little details that you could see in the background are pretty cool. Like I imagine, I don't remember if this is real or if it's just a memory I'm putting in my brain on purpose, but I imagine you could see like. Rudania walking on the mountain behind you or uh or meadow kind of flying in the air over there on the left maybe but i can't remember if that actually happened or if i'm just making that up um but like it did have a lot of cool details but aside from that like yeah the the platform is super plain except for how cool the tower looks and god i don't even remember that you could break it apart but i'm guessing like after that it's just literally a flat surface so, yeah, it's, like, it's super cool. And, again, it's, like, kind of sad because I want to love it so much. But I'd rather go to Great Bay instead. Right. I, I think that the other thing holding it back for me, too, is that we got both the Breath of the Wild main theme and that, like, just amazing theme from the Nintendo Switch presentation trailer in 2017 and I think that both remixes aren't that great. Yeah. Unfortunately, they're they're a little bit too rocky for me. Which I know that Smash does like, you know, it's like an upbeat, high tempo, um, you know, generally speaking, rock and roll kind of a soundtrack. But it, it was just it was a little bit too much for me in in this particular stage. Um, and I and I guess that's like that's mitigated because like you can pick any song that you want, but. I don't know. They just I feel like the both music choices like didn't really I don't know, they didn't really elevate the stage. Like I think that the the temple theme elevates that stage. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like and that stage is already really awesome. Yeah. And I think that these I wouldn't say that these themes like 
like make the stage worse, but they certainly don't elevate it. So yeah, I don't know. I feel like uh, it's kind of ho-hum. I would put this one, um, gosh, I don't know if I want it below or above Skyloft. What do you think? Oh, um, I think I'm going to put it below. Okay. I think I'm going to put it below Skyloft. I think so too. Just cause, just cause like, I feel like it's like basically the same uninspired stage as skyloft but like well like skyloft has so much going on it like almost has too much going on and you do go to different areas so it is like there is a bunch more to see i just don't like being picked up and zoomed around all that much so that's the only reason but i would say yeah just because it's not the most actively amazing stage that it could go below skyloft i think i'd be okay with that all right, well, our final list here, Al. Number nine, you got the Chicken Noodle Castle, Hyrule Castle. <laughs> Number eight, Great Plateau Tower, no soup uh, designated. Uh, number seven, Skyloft, also no soup. Number six, the Pirate Ship, Chickpea Soup. Number five, the Bridge of Elden, Vegetable Soup. Number, f- number uh, four, Gerudo Valley. Number three, the Spirit Train. Number two, Great Bay, which is lobster soup. And number one, the ultimate loaded baked potato soup, we have Temple. So I was I was pretty sure that Temple was going to oh, come yeah. up number one on our list. Yeah. I wasn't, I had no idea about the rest of the order, actually. So I'm surprised to see Great Bay and Spirit Train as high up as they are. But so my, my opinion about Zelda stages in general in Smash Bros. is like, I don't think that we've had like a truly spectacular aside from temple i wouldn't say that any of these are like in my top 10 favorite smash stages like i don't think that there's been like that great zelda smash stage temple aside yeah i can i can kind of get behind that um again i'm not the biggest smash bros fan so it's not something i've ever paid close attention to but uh definitely i mean great bay is amazing though so i i always like if i were playing smash bros right now those are the places i would go to you know? Right. Okay, well, we got a few minutes left here, Al, so let's uh, let's just wrap up here, and let's... How about we pitch a couple stages that would have made really cool stages. Maybe it's too late for them now. Oh, I got but... one. I got one. Okay? Okay, you kick us Giga off. Go. Clan Hideout. I think that okay, would I'm, sound I'm fun. down with that. You got, like, these bozos in the background, like tiptoeing towards bananas you got master koga come barreling in on like one of those giant spiky balls and you have to jump over him or some nonsense um you have the different like raised platforms that you can hop on or whatever and like you can collect bananas or bananas uh or any of the gems or whatever i think that would be fun you can make that really fun yeah that would have been a, a great stage actually that's that's fantastic um okay I had, mine is more of like a like a kind of generic one, but I think that this would have made a really like awesome stage. And I'm I'm gonna say the Dark World Pyramid. And first of all, because I think that it's insane that a Link to the Past has no representation in Smash at all, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess aside from Zelda's new look and Ultimate, but like I think that that stage would have been visually really impressive. You could have had like really cool music there. You could have had like maybe the the great fairy that uh, lives inside the pyramid come out and uh, I don't know bless someone that was near her. You could have had like that big bomb that you have to drag over to the pyramid come and uh, and you know be a stage hazard and have it uh, explode and have fighters scurry away to get away from it. Um, I I think that that stage could be really cool. Maybe you could have seen like Bunny Link kind of hopping around in the background. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cute. Uh, I I just I think that that would have been a, a cool cool stage and. We never, yeah, we never got anything at all from, from a link to the past. Yes. Which is too bad. Hmm. Uh, do you got Do you got any more? Because I I got another. I'd like to see like a castle, t- uh, castle town. I don't know if it has to be a particular game, or maybe even Clock Town from Majora's Mask. Just something with a lot of bustling in the background, so that if you're ever just like not fighting or. Maybe you're not really paying attention, but you see something interesting happening with the townsfolk, especially like NPCs that you recognize or something like that. I think that would be kind of cool. Something like obviously very simple platforms and stuff. So you could see all that stuff going on, but I think that would be a lot of fun. Okay. 
So I had a stage, and I can't believe I'm going to say this, but it was a bad temple, but maybe it could have been a good stage, and that is Temple of the Ocean King. What? I think that that could have been a decent Smash Bros. stage, because you can get, like, the aesthetic of, like, the glowy floor and stuff like that, and, like, maybe you can... Maybe it could even be, like, a scrolling stage, kind of like Ice Climbers, or maybe not. I don't know. But, like, you could have all the, like, the different stage hazards, like the Triforce pieces that just kind of bonk you. You could have, like, uh, some of the Phantoms show up and, and slice and dice people. Uh, I, I think that that could have been, like, a decent stage. Obviously, I think you would have needed to create, like, a, a good soundtrack for it because nothing in the spirit like you would have needed a good remix because nothing in the phantom hourglass soundtrack is, is except gonna for linebeck's for theme but, come on linebeck's theme no, is that, amazing it's no it's i don't i don't know about that but um i think that that could have been a really cool stage as well but obviously i think that the uh the time has passed on that yeah, one. yeah probably i mean the time has probably passed on most if not all of these yeah. that were that we're pitching but I don't know, maybe not. Maybe um, you someday know, the Pass we'll... was just released on Switch Online, so maybe someday we'll get a Breath of the Wild two stage. Yeah, maybe it could be like the little crypt or whatever. <laughs> Corpse Ganador. If you can ask him, what's taking so long? <laughs> <laughs> First game to come out. Um, all right. Well, that was a good discussion. I, th I think that the stages ended up right where they should have. I so actually I, I would be a, interested a to see who's going to yell at us in Discord. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think that there were any like ridiculous hot takes here. I think I think if you asked your average Zelda fan, most of them would probably agree that yeah, Temple is sure. not, if not the best stage, then like a top three. I think that most people would say the same about Great Bay. Maybe maybe the Great Plateau being so low will be a point of contention. Maybe. Although I'm not sure that it will be. We'll see. We'll see. Let us know over on Discord, over on Twitter. Um, we are going to get out of here and uh, and stop this midweek early recording show but uh this is a good time Al. i had a lot of fun yeah me too i'm glad uh i'm glad we did it and you know i i'm i miss our sundays though <laughs> well we'll be back in the saddle soon enough um in the meantime we are going to get out of here you can check us out over on twitter at spateri316 at allison aletha and check out the champions cast wherever you get your podcast spotify amazon google podbean you know the drill like and subscribe, recommend us to that Zelda fan in your life. We will see you back here next week, everybody. Take care.